When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and Benning will be back in two minutes. and Benning. We'll be back in one minute. and betting will be back in 30 seconds. and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. He's somebody that makes you want to believe. That's Matt Rule from his initial press conference when arriving at Lincoln Coffee and Cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. It's Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers, Shane Schillerberg on the board doing work. And uh, Nebraska did some work yesterday by grabbing Walter Rouse in the portal, one of the premier prospects left available at that position. We were talking to Brandon Vogel last night, 
or yet le- yesterday morning, last night, excuse me, where he says offensive linemen are gold. In the portal, they're gold. And Nebraska struck gold mm-hmm. by being able to bring in a guy like him, pair him up with Ben Scott and the rest of the returning veterans on that line. And as you said yesterday, DB, there's some depth now. Yeah. It's, it's, and I don't even know what got me on it a couple, three weeks ago, but I just, I started looking at the scholarship distribution. I put it against what I heard Coach Rule say that, you know, my sphere of influence, it's a lot of my buddies, old offensive linemen, even if they're not old offensive linemen, they're, or they're skill guys, and they think about offensive line. And he point blank said, hey, listen, we're going to have a good offensive line next year. And we're like, what? Hey, we're going to play in such a way that gives those guys an identity so they can play well. You're like, what? Not hey, based on what we saw. Hey, we're bringing back Donovan Rayola. Everybody's like, what? Like, he does. <laughs> and I, I said this three weeks ago. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> whether he, whether he stri- hits it out of the ballpark or he strikes out, I'm just I'm telling everybody that's listening. This is not a coach that leaves anything to chance. He is eerily thorough in terms of what he does, how he thinks. It's it's like a healthy paranoia, which is really just taking self-inventory that allows him to flourish. So when he's talking about the offensive line, and I'm looking at the numbers, I start pitting it against what I hear. I look at who's on paper. I look at how old they are. I look at their experience. And then I got to ask the guys, hey, I get the sense Coach Rayola is pretty popular with you guys. Yeah, absolutely, DB. They say coach because some of them know me as a coach when they were kids. But absolutely, yeah, like this is our guy. And it's like, they're starting, you look at the stable, and they officially have nine to play five. Nine guys to play five spots. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Am I exaggerating? No. I, are you, I don't, I don't are think you so. including the recruits no. that they brought in? So let's see if I can do this off the top of the melon. Let's go. You got Ben Scott, mm-hmm. Rouse. Corcoran. Yep. Ben Hart. Yep. Piper. Mm-hmm. Norelli. Mm-hmm. Latovsky. Yep. Prohaska. And one more. Uh, Probably the more basic name, the one that you don't have to look up for the pronunciation guide. I'm missing one. Hunter Anthony. Hunter, yeah, and I don't – okay, that's nine. That's nine. I got a safe eight. Mm-hmm. I got a safe eight, and maybe this will be the year for Anthony, who's a guy that was, didn't overwhelm me with his talent, but he played through the whistle. So maybe with a, little, a few more tweaks, I don't question Hunter Anthony's toughness. So that, I, that's, that's a good nine for me. Because it wasn't his athleticism that wild me. I thought he was kind of a nasty guy. I remember I was talking with Jay Moore, just kind of off topic. One time, and he's a D line. Jay, Jay's a D lineman, and and Jay's hard to please. I I think he's 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 really good at his craft. He was drafted by the Niners, former Husker. We're just talking about technique, and we just on a sidebar chatter. We were like, "Is it? 
Hunter Anthony plays through the whistle. I don't know how sustainable that is in terms of like, you know, pivot foot or the right step mm -hmm. or 45 degrees or good punch or good feet, but he has a little nasty to him. So if you can teach the rest and you don't have to manufacture any heart, they, 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 let's, they have nine to play five. That doesn't sound right just a year removed from when the fan base and rightfully so were looking a little sideways at offensive line development. And before you say it, I already know. Yeah, but Corcoran and Benhart have to play better, right? Bryce Benhart has become the popular whipping boy for Nebraska fans, and he knows that he's earned it. But here's the deal. If you start with a certain baseline level of talent and you have it's up to coaches to draw the rest out, then I'm going to leave it open for optimism. The coach rule who loves to get involved with offensive line, who loves to coach his coaches, that loves continuity, that likes consistency, that year two with the same offensive line coach and a well-defined scheme is advantageous to player development. That's not far-fetched. I don't think I have to be a homer. I don't even like Kool-Aid, so I'm not drinking Kool-Aid. I think that's part of the deal. On YouTube, you can uh, chime into the show. You can also call in 888-638-4876. And Will Fiddle uh, furthers your point here and asks a question because he says, is not playing through the whistle a talent? When does mental talent exceed physical talent? Uh, good question. Good question. So, like, as a coach, and I think most coaches are like this that are confident, I think – if you give me toughness and want to, I'll teach you the rest. Be, and I'll take that before I'll take a really good technician or a really physically gifted guy that I don't think is very tough. So is toughness a talent? Probably not. But I do think it's a skill. Because I think... You, can, you can't teach it, but you can develop it. You can't invent toughness. It has to kind of be there already, and you bring it out. Toughness is, is, is kind of set in from other Just my opinion. 88863. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great debate. Like, if I talk right. to Verz and – he almost doesn't want anything to do with you if you can't be tough, right? Because I think he'll think the rest is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. You talk to some other guys, well, listen, if the footwork is good and the hand placement is right and your eyes are in the right place, we can work around that. It's just varying degrees. I've seen uber-talented guys that aren't very tough, and right. I've seen some pretty tough guys that aren't very talented. Now – at the end of the day, you need a little bit of both, right? You have to, you have, to have some right. guys that can make plays. Like if I got a speed rusher and I'm Bryce Benhart, I have to be able to bend. I, I, have, to be able to, I have to be able to get my ass in, at a 90-degree angle with, with my knee bend and, and be able to use right. my hands and punch. If I'm Turner Corcoran, I have to have the ability to get to second level after I post 
if I, you know, but you're right. You can teach that. Like you can in a in a scouting report, you can say like, hey, this is what we're focusing on this Correct. week. Correct. And you know, you may get beat once or twice, but think about the times after that. Like if you're if you're in a similar situation, say week one, you're playing X team, and then by week seven, you're playing Iowa, who does something very similar. By the time they get to Iowa, things will be better. Things will be crisper. Yeah. Because you 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 learn through failure. Yeah, and if Van Ness and, and Campbell and some of these guys are just tougher than you, there's not much you can do about that. Like, like I watch Benton from Wisconsin along that interior line. You'd also have to have, like, the desire to want to learn. That's a, that was a tough guy, right? And for as technically sound as, as Trent Hickson was, Benton was a handful just because he was relentless. So there's always the, the, this kind of – this kind of give and take when it comes to talent and toughness. But with Rouse, he's a really good technician. We spent some time, and, and we, some members of the family spent some time in Palo Alto, right? Mm-hmm. Um, off campus, had an invite out there, and we watched the way that, 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 that they teach and what it is in terms of protocol. And for them, that was a program, and they're since looking for a, a transition in coaching. Just speaks to the analogy. Very good fundamentally, technique-wise. Used to be a really good place to crank out pro talent, but what didn't? What were they missing? Talent. They had the toughness. They had the teaching. They just didn't have the talent, which ultimately right. is why Stanford is moving in a new direction. So there, there's a there's a blending of both if you want to have success at a high level. But hopefully, Rouse, who was high on a lot of folks' list, listen. Say what you want about Iowa. You can hate on Iowa all you want to. One thing you can't really complain about is, number one, their development and how they play along the interior. Now, the offensive line has suffered a little bit. This was arguably the worst offensive line they had in the past 15 years, I think, under Coach Ferentz. But you cannot disagree with the fact that they know how to handle offensive line. Oklahoma, good offensive line play, right? Really good offensive line play. They know what they're looking for. So to come down with a trio and win that battle, I'll take it, especially if I was in that discussion as a benchmark. And Rouse said himself, according to my man Brian Munson, there's an embarrassment of riches at Nebraska compared to where he was. And I talked about coaching out of that sense of entitlement. Rouse has a lot going on upstairs. He's a processor. He is a Stanford guy. Remember that. We'll talk more with Mike Schaefer next.